0: You are listening to episode number 440 of the 360 Vegas Podcast. Check out the blog at 360Vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360Vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's Patreon.com slash 360Vegas.
1: Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas.
2: Las Vegas functions on a twenty-four hour a day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio, Riviera, the Mirage,
1: Flamingo, Sahara,
2: and the MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it?
1: Want to gamble? They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front.
2: Good luck.
0: Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world.
2: Kicking ass in Vegas! Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas.
1: The flair. I know, right? Wow. (laughs) I'd
0: I'd forgotten. I stopped reading at the end of the line. I'm like, wait, there's more to that sentence.
1: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: No, 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 Tony, you're just, you're just taking some, uh, some creative or artistic license with, with how you read it. You know, you got to change it
1: up every so often. I, I appreciate that.
0: I appreciate <laughs> that. Right. Cause, cause I, you know, by now I bet you a super majority of the listeners understand and appreciate that we don't pre-record any sort of intros or outros or anything of that nature. Like it's me reading it every time we, we do a show. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you can hear then in, in those kind of flubs that it's it is not a it is not a pre-recorded and, you know, intro that we have. We just he's got it. He, the only thing Mark has to do is he, ha, he does have to update the, the episode number for me. Uh, but otherwise, the intro in and of itself is
2: pretty is, much the same all the time. Yeah, the same. Yeah. Which you'd think, which then, is he, why you would think you'd know. I it know. And, come and, on. <laughs> <yeah."> <laughs> <laughs> and wouldn't like, have flubs from time to time. but Yeah. You know, that's okay. Well, that's one that's of the one true. of the reasons we love you.
0: <laughs> that's very kind of you, Very kind.
1: Of you. All right, so what's on your mind uh, before we get started, Mark? I had something interesting that I found this week. Vital Vegas shared that there are eight casinos on the strip that still have buffets. Can you name them?
2: Oh, shit. Huh. Um Caesar's Palace. Correct. Cosmopolitan. Yep. MGM, I think is still open. Uh-huh. Um. Aria?
1: No.
0: No. No, that one, I, that, uh, I can't, let me try one. How about
1: Harris? Nope.
2: I think all the Caesars, oh. oh, except for Caesar's Palace, I think all the Caesars are, are closed. Are there any more Caesars on there?
1: Yes. No. Okay. Not- oh, no, 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 no. Uh, the other guy, the lion. MGM. Yeah. The other guy.
2: Um, <laughs> all right, so I've got what four read so far? Uh-huh. Uh, Excalibur. Yes. Okay. Oh shit. Mm, New York, New York. I don't think I've ever had one. I don't know. Um, um, Caesars. Luxor. Hang on, I'm writing yeah. these down. Luxor. Caesars.
0: MGM Grand. Uh, Excalibur, you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cosmo, you said. Cosmo,
2: Excalibur, and Luxor. So there's five mm-hmm.
0: So that's five, and we're missing three more. Yep. Um, Circus
2: Circus.
1: Yep, that's one. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm trying to win. an Encore that's don't have one. X
1: Windows. Oh, Win does. Yeah.
2: Oh, Win. Oh so sure. there's seven. no, seven. One more. Yeah, Win did reopen, didn't it? Um,
0: this
1: will be so obvious if you don't oh. if you don't think of it. You'd be like, oh, I couldn't believe I didn't think think of that.
2: Shit, now I'm I'm wondering which one it did.
1: Right? Not New
2: York. I'm going down. All right, let's start at the bottom of this trip. So I'm guessing it's MGM. So is it Mandalay? Mandalay, base closed. It's not Mandalay? No, No, it's not Mandalay. All right, so we already talked about Luxor, TI, MGM, New York, New York York doesn't have Mirage.
1: Nope, Mirage isn't down there. What else? Not Mirage. Nope. Ti. Nope.
2: You said aria
1: Strat. Nope. <laughs> that was good though. I like your energy. I,
0: I mean, now we're now we're literally just naming them off at this
2: point. <laughs> I know I'm trying to. <clears throat> obviously.
0: The common. casino that shall not be
2: named.
1: No, it's not that. <laughs> okay. Cross promotion. Oh, um,
2: it's not. So it's not Paris it's not. Mm-hmm. What other MGM property? Well, he said no
0: more Caesars, right? Yeah.
2: So if it's not a Caesars. We're missing an MGM property? Well, yep. which one have we not named? I told you. Park and, Park and GM doesn't have one.
1: Nope. Where are Oh, Bellagio. Yes.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, good job, Tony. Yes. Way to round us out there.
1: This works. Uh, thanks. I was, thanks. I was guessing pretty Thank good you. to start. Nice. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Interesting. Yeah, you were nailing them. Yeah. Um, hmm. <laughs> I not have... that I ever
2: frequent buffets, but for some reason, <laughs> Bellagio
0: is a good one, especially for their for in the morning for their breakfast. Mm-hmm. That's that is the only uh, buffet. Although we, I may. Huge, huge, huge fan of both Wicked Spoon and um, Bacchanal. Those are—they're very expensive, but man, the food—the food is just think, absolutely stellar. And the last
2: time that I was at Wicked Spoon, I remember it just kind of being okay. Yeah. It, it, I'm hoping I, that was. I feel like it's fallen off a little bit. It used to be phenomenal. I—I I completely agree with you. It was—I would—it was ridiculously expensive, but the food was so worth it. And then, yeah. like the last time we went, I was just kind of like, yeah, okay, no. Well, Oh that's too buffet. bad. That's
0: too bad because they were I I actually would say that both Cosmo and um Caesar's buffets are head and shoulders above win. Oh really? And that may be uh that may blasphemy for some huh. folks, but <laughs> win I
1: like it. win
0: is good, but I don't think it's I don't think it's um I- I- even in the same ballpark as cosmo Didn't and, we and, and try and the and
2: win recently. We were there for um Sinatra's. But we didn't we have we've never eaten at the buffet there. All right. Um, it's a
0: beautiful place. Don't that that I will give it. It is it is a, as you would expect for the win. It is visually very pleasing to the which eye. Which is but. not
2: surprising. The one the one that I absolutely would tell people to avoid at all costs is the one at MGM Grand. Yeah, because we brutal. we got we both got sick.
1: Yeah, big time after
2: eating there, like literally sick. Oh, huh. yeah. So huh. never never going back there again.
1: Mm-mm. I was surprised it was on the list. I'm like, holy oh, crap.
2: Well, they've got so much space. I mean, yeah, you know, I know, right? And they do, have, they do have some really good restaurants at MGM Grand.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah they do. So, yeah.
2: you know, but if they've got the space for the buffet and whatever. I mean, MGM doesn't seem to be walking away from the buffets as much as a lot of the other properties are. Yep. So. Well, yeah, when I'm looking at the list, four out of the eight are, are MGM-owned
0: yeah. casinos. That's yep. that says a lot. Oh, huh. all right. Well, that was Fascinating. That was that was a <laughs> that was a fun little Mark O trivia to start the show. Thank you. But but let's start it formally. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with random Vegas.
1: Forty percent of MGM Resorts guests decline daily housekeeping. You get that from Vital Vegas. What is, What are your thoughts on that?
2: I'm surprised I, it's not higher.
0: I am too.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, I absolutely. I mean.
0: I, I'm my s- wife in particular is the type of person that as soon as we get checked into the room, she
1: immediately puts the yeah. do not disturb. Yeah, we do, I, we we do the, the same thing. There's something creepy about people touching your shit. Even if they're cleaning it up, just just well, leave my shit alone.
2: I, I don't need somebody in there every day. Like day. Yeah. We're not that messy sure. people. You don't spend that much time in your room Yeah. other than sure. than to sleep. And I, I had a really bad... I'm sure I've told this story once on the show, but I've had a really bad experience with housekeeping once um, when I was traveling for work. And I, I came back after... You know the first full day there into the room, and they had literally they had laid out a um, washcloth on the bathroom counter, and had literally reorganized all of my personal items. Oh, that's
1: right! Literally
2: everything—my brush, my comb, the makeup—everything ev- was organized on this. T- and I was like, okay that is too much.
1: (laughs) I went down to the front
2: desk and I was like, this is inappropriate. Like they literally, why do you have to move my hairbrush? Like I, (laughs) like that's a personal thing that I don't need you touching. And I was just like, this is excessive and I don't want anybody back in my room. Yeah. um, For the rest of my stay. So I, I have a, I don't know. I just don't, I don't like people in my personal space. Aside from you, Mark, you're (laughs) you're the only one that (laughs) gets that privilege. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Uh, my, my wife, my wife is is speaking your language. Uh, she's, she feels the exact same way. I, you know, I don't mind it. I, I, kind of like the idea of someone coming in and cleaning up after me. Not that I (laughs) am messy either, but just it's part of the room. I'm paying for
2: the room, but then you gotta, like if you, you know, especially after a Vegas night, right. You you come up to your room and you crash and you're throwing your dirty clothes and stuff all over the place. And I feel like if you leave the room the next day, you know, you've got to, straighten it up a little bit so they're not moving your stuff. And to me, that's... And not that I throw clothes willy-nilly all over the place, but <laughs> it's one of those things where you're like, look, I'm on vacation. I don't want to have to, you know, fold my dirty clothes, put them in one space, <laughs> which we always do, but it's just... Yeah, you're on vacation. Like, just I don't have to do... <coughs> <coughs> sorry. <coughs> oh, sorry about that. I don't... Um, <clears throat> I don't want to have to do what I normally have to do at home, so... I get it,
0: which is funny because I'm just the opposite. I don't get fresh sheets on my bed every day or fresh towels out every day. So, yeah, put that on there. (laughs) Look,
1: you got people canceling. There's got to be more time.
0: Right. (laughs) Talk to us about the toy Pick of the Week.
1: Simply elegant and somehow sexy, like the leg lamp in A Christmas Story. Milton Prell's Aladdin original marquee was a looker. Shared this week by AtSumaCorp. It's not a marquee often featured in the great marquees of Las Vegas, but it should be. I can't describe it without doing it a huge disservice. It's like a neon ice cream cone with an ad for Nudes on Ice on it.
2: (laughs) I I don't remember this marquee, but it's...
1: You would have never seen it. It was gone before we ever showed it. Well, and I don't
2: even remember seeing a picture of it. Hmm. so this is this was kind of a new one for me it, it was it's definitely elaborate yeah nothing you know I, I do no 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 I,
0: I I just wanted to make sure you had an opportunity to you know I didn't want to step on your on your your words I think it's beautiful <laughs> as well it, it is too bad that they don't have more elaborate listen I I get the LED and I get that you can do so much more I, particularly I think about all of the things that um win what's on their led marquee Mm -hmm. it is it's it's so cool all the different and they can do video so i get you can do so much more with it but they're just insanely
2: boring it's nothing more than a very big rectangular screen yeah i mean i like the the there's the marquee outside of the forum shops at caesars that
1: that's that's the best one yeah
2: it'll you know all of a sudden it looks like it has a a border on it and where it looks like it's you know Framed in columns and that kind of stuff. So I mean, I feel like they they've mixed it up and make it look a little more interesting. But mm. yeah, for the most part, they're just these just gigantic LED signs that advertise whatever the hell the
1: property. Yeah, I mean, I, I get, I completely understand why we're going this way. But those uh, screens are are intelligent enough that you can make them look like neon. Why why wouldn't you yeah, do that you, at you night? Could. Just make it look like it's neon.
2: Good, because some of those are just so freaking bright. I mean, when you're walking past them, you're like, okay.
1: Especially, yeah, in the middle of the night. Right.
0: (laughs) Well, as always, we will link the photo link to the photo on our blog, featured on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. talk to me about the Tropicana
1: Stadium after the announcement that A's ownership had entered into an agreement to build the new baseball stadium at the space formerly home to the Wawa Wild Wild West Casino it was announced this week the Athletics have pivoted shocker it was announced this week that they have agreed to a deal with Bally's Corp owners of the Tropicana to destroy the property and replace it with a baseball stadium at a cost of 1.5 billion Plans are to build a 30,000-seat stadium with the diamond-facing northwest so people sitting behind home plate will have the view of the strip behind them. In front of them. In front of them. Yes, in front. Thank you. It isn't clear how much... Or it also will have a partially retractable roof. It isn't clear how much this new project uh, will cost. Uh, it's... it's well, I'm fumbling that whole thing yeah, up right there.
2: Just read the words on the page. Honey. Shut up. <laughs> they, still need, they
1: still need hundreds of millions of dollars in public support. And by public, I mean tourists, because as we all know, everything Vegas wants visitors to pay for one way or another. But uh, So the previously announced uh, location was $500 million in public funds. Concerns have been expressed because unlike football stadiums and concerts, there is seldom anything but baseball in the facility that's built for baseball teams.
2: Yeah, and I, I think I heard that uh, for this new location, they're asking 395 million in public funds. So less. Like, yeah, so yeah. less. But um, I, I, I have mixed emotions about this, um, which I think we talked a little bit about last week when we talked about the other site. Uh, number one, I would be very sad to see the Tropicana go. I know people yeah. say, no, it's tired because nobody's changed hands so many times the last few years and, you know, it's not being kept up, but I have a soft spot in my heart for the Tropicana. Yeah. Um, on the flip side of that, it's Vegas, so nothing's going to last. What I really do hope is if, if they do tear it down, they figure out a way to save those, the the stained glass ceiling.
1: That'd be pretty and cool.
2: I think Christina mentioned something about, you know, donating it to the Neon Museum to like put it up in the lobby. Right. Which I think is really cool. I just, yeah, that is I know cool it's idea. not neon, but it's, it's so classic and it's so pretty that I would hate to see that disappear. Um, I also don't like that the A's would then have a better location than the football arena does being right there on the strip. Oh, yeah. Um, and like you said, that baseball stadiums are usually only good for baseball.
1: Yeah, you don't, Put, you don't. There aren't other things that they do in those.
2: You can. I mean, they, people have done concerts in. Them, right, but
1: yeah, the fucking Beatles and and right. Paul McCartney and shit like that. Right. So,
2: <laughs> I I don't. And I, this this is very it's like stereotypical to me of, of the A's owner and everything that I'm hearing about the guy, because basically now he's got two different deals
1: that he's trying to work at the same time. I mean, oh, that's just, what he's doing. So you think? <laughs> yeah. You think that it isn't done? He just has competing. Oh yeah, it's not done. Yeah. No, he
2: what he signed for the Wild Wild West old Wild 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 West property was a purchase agreement for the land with mm. the intent to build, and then now he's apparently now he's put out there that hey I've, I'm working out a deal with Bally's to do a deal over there. It, it's just he's everything that I've read and heard about this guy is he's a scumbag, mm-hmm. and which I mean it's not like you know. The Davis, Mark Davis, that owns the, the Raiders is, is much better, but um, they apparently don't like each other. Proof that people
1: with special needs can <laughs> contribute to society. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, but apparently they don't like each other. And the other thing that's kind of bullshit about this is there there hasn't officially been a proposal put to the state yet mm-hmm. for the, the public funds. And they basically have to get it done before the session is over, I think, in, in early June. Otherwise... It's got to wait. And again, Nevada legislation only meets every two years.
1: Mm.
2: So if he doesn't get a proposal in and it doesn't get voted on and approved, that's going to push this whole project out. Yeah. So unless they call a special session. So this whole thing is just, I'm just aggravated.
1: See, and you, but we have politics this this week, Tony.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's.
1: <laughs> Man, I, I just need to talk about <laughs> uh.
2: I'm kind of tired of talking about it. It's like, yeah. shit or get off the pot already.
1: Right, I know. Like, we were, just tell us when you're here. Otherwise, I don't just stop.
2: And again, I don't. I don't want the A's to come here. No. I mean, I want. I, I want Vegas to have a baseball team, but I. I don't want I, it to be the yeah. A's.
1: Yeah. I well. I, I we've talked about this. I'm not a fan of relocation. Period. No.
2: Well, because we've been the victims of it. Right. One of our other sports teams. So. Yeah. It. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That's that's my. That's my two cents. I'm done. I'm not talking about it anymore <laughs> until he comes out with a third location. That right. He's exactly. Tracks, we'll be talking about it again.
0: Uh, all right. Well, then l- l- let's let's pivot here. Tell me about this play playground in Las Vegas.
1: Play playground, an immersive playground experience designed to attract children and adults with a first of its kind, fantastical, larger scale or large scale. It is opening their, or it's opening their first location on the Strip, specifically a 13,000 square foot space in Luxor. It will feature 20 larger-than-life immersive games and attractions, as well as two bars. It'll feature two bars. No word exactly when the attraction will open. Fair warning, the website is an abortion. Uh, it, it literally looks like something from the 90s. You've got to check it out now.
2: No, no, I don't. <laughs>
1: no, then <laughs> trust me, it's terrible. You know. I appreciate the, the them trying. They're if, trying if to do stuff. If it's something
2: different and unique, okay, I get it. But I, I just, I don't see me ever frequenting this. Plus, the whole you immersive know, thing. It. The whole immersive thing will probably make me dizzy anyway. So mm, that that yeah, might be I reason really number one. It. I might just go hang out at the bar and not, you know. <laughs> but
1: hope it doesn't rotate. <laughs> yeah. Let's <hope> it doesn't <laughs> rotate. <laughs> <laughs> is that
0: going to be a, a potential problem for you, Kieran, if we wanted to sit and have uh, drinks at the carousel lounge at, at Plaza sometime?
2: Well, the carousel lounge does, isn't going to rotate, right? It's not going to move. I, I don't think it's the lounge itself is going to rotate. I think it's the, like some of the horses and stuff might move, like the carousel horses, but I don't think that bar is going to rotate. I can't do it at Whiskey Liquor Up. I, I literally, <laughs> I, I stepped onto the platform. And within five seconds, I was like, nope, I had to get off. I, I, I can't. I, I can sit behind it and watch it rotate. But if I'm on it, and it's not, you know, you've been there. It doesn't spin quickly. Um,
1: <laughs>
2: it's a very slow rotation. But it was literally as soon as I stepped on that rotating platform, I'm like, oh, no, that's not good. it's not going to happen. And it was
1: not going fast either. No,
2: no, it wasn't. So, yes, yeah, no. yeah. Things huh. that, that rotate or, or move or like any of the um, the the virtual reality stuff I can't do I, I it will it, it won't be pretty so no I can't I get very nauseous very quickly yes yeah. Parcel- partially and also the other heard reason heard. Um, we haven't done a cruise yet is because the last time that I was on a boat yeah and it was a big boat on Lake Michigan so it's like one of the you know the three or four story boats that do the the lakefront tours and all that yeah no I as soon as that sucker pulled away from the dock I was like what the hell just happened? And I spent the whole three hour tour, like in the lowest level of the boat, staring at the floor <laughs> and eating, you know, saltines and sipping on Sprite. And it was, it was horrendous. So, um, that's when I first learned I have apparently have a motion sickness problem. <laughs>
0: uh, well, it's found out now instead of when you're on a 14, 14 day cruise through the Caribbean. Or yes, something. yes, exactly.
2: Exactly. So, Oh, and maybe. I'm sorry, I, I jumped over what you were going to say, Tony. My apologies.
0: Oh, I was I was simply going to say my biggest takeaway out of this conversation is now that I have learned that not only do they not come cocktails at the carousel bar, but it's also stationary. I have zero interest in sitting outside in 110 degree <laughs> Vegas heat.
2: I, I think that he, is. That's Hello. that
1: sounds like a fantastic time.
2: I think it would oh be God. it would be a fun experience to kind of sit outside, have a cocktail. Assuming I mean, they're going to have good
1: good special cocktails. I hope cocktails, so. Exactly.
2: And it it's just,
0: just an outside bar, though, Karen. I mean, that's that's like anywhere. It's that's not as unique as I thought it was. There's going to
2: not be. that many outside bars in Vegas if you think about it. There's a couple. So like you've got the the ones out in front of Planet Hollywood. The uh, was it Cabo Wabo and mm.
1: um, it used to be PBR.
2: Right. Whatever that's going to be. And then they are starting to add more rooftop stuff, but there's not yep. a ton. You know, if you think about it, like outdoor bars in Vegas. So this will be a little different.
0: Sure. sure. You know what? More for everybody else that wants to go sit there and pay for their cocktails. one hundred and fifteen degrees.
1: <laughs> you had me on two thirds of that.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Uh Let's roll into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, in an attempt to get studio pictures to relocate to Vegas, a bill to make nearly two hundred million dollars available in film credits was proposed this week.
2: Well, it's tax credits for, for yeah. film companies, but yes, yeah, yeah. That's they're they're trying to get. I think specifically they were talking about Sony Pictures. They're trying mm-hmm. to get Sony Pictures to build a. A studio um, lot, basically, I think in the southwest part of town is where they were looking at. Mm. But you know, that would be very interesting to uh, to have a film crew out here. I wonder how many of them will lose the the cast or this or the staff. Right. Of, um, being in Vegas, and all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, Soto didn't show up today. Are <laughs> they? <laughs> oh, Vegas got him." <laughs> <laughs> you know that
0: that'll be interesting. I wouldn't have thought that Vegas needed. Now I get granted that this is for the purposes of building something and having it be permanent. Then I can that's maybe a little different. But I would not have thought that Vegas is needed to try to lure anybody well, to come out and in, and in, in make more films in Vegas. I,
2: I think it is about building a facility, so it is going to be like a bigger, more permanent structure with sound stages and that kind of stuff. From at least from the renderings that I saw, um, and I think this is this is another attempt from Vegas to. Diversify itself from being so dependent on the casino industry for, you know, its its jobs and its revenue and attracting people. So I think it, it's trying to to build a different industry. Some would say a very related industry to, you know, hospitality, gambling, and that kind of stuff. But I think it's it's trying to, you know, diversify the economy in Vegas and what drives it.
1: Hmm. Wow, that was big boy talk yeah. right there. Okay, I know, right? <laughs> I <I'm laughs> learned some, some shit. knowledge that I was right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're better for for what just I, happened. I,
2: I pay attention <laughs> to what's going on in my city and read stories. So, in response, <laughs> I can read. <laughs> <laughs> in response to the water shortage crisis in Las Vegas, water attractions like the moat around Excalibur and the fountain at the base of the Statue of Liberty have been removed and replaced with decorative flooring. In all fairness, there hasn't been water in the moat around Excalibur for quite some time.
1: Well, yeah, but now they put something in there so it looks it's, decorative. It's,
2: yeah, it's like a... Um, it almost looks like, like sand art.
1: I know, so yeah. So it has
2: like different colored gravel kind of in a swirly pattern just to make it sort of look pretty. Um, and then the one around the Statue of Liberty, it actually looks pretty stupid because now it's... Just grass. It's, it's fake grass. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Um, AstroTurf around the Statue of Liberty, which you're like, well... The Statue of Liberty is on an island, so that doesn't make any sense. Right. But, uh, <laughs> and it, I think we talked about this briefly, like when they they were first doing this. But I don't see Caesar's like Caesar's Palace. I don't see them following suit, and I don't see them touching the Bellagio fountains.
1: Oh God, no! Huh?
2: It'll it'll be interesting.
1: The wind may get rid of theirs, but they're not. They won't. The fountains of Bellagio. Right. I mean, while I do understand, like. Can you imagine Vegas without it? I mean, there's several properties like that. Like, can you imagine Vegas without it? Because it's so fucking Vegas.
2: Yeah, but there's a lot of other properties. We, we would have said, I, I can't imagine, you know, Vegas without the Mirage. Yeah. But that's going to happen. So, yeah. you know, it's Vegas. It,
1: yeah, we lost the pirate show. We lost the now we're losing the volcano. Uh,
2: all the free attractions. There you go. How about that? Right. Going away.
1: So glad the Wall Street guys came in. Came into gaming. <laughs> <laughs> the lighting of the renovated Third Street pedestrian mall happened this week, dramatically reducing the odds of being stabbed while traversing the area. It, it just looked. It just looked like he had like, like <laughs> <laughs> tickled
2: Tony's funny bone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it just looks like string
2: lights <laughs>
1: yeah yeah it really is mm-hmm. which
2: they they also have done in the arts district so mm-hmm. when they do first Fridays and stuff they have just lights strung across the the road and you know kind of add some additional lighting instead yeah, of just yeah. doing street lights or whatever right yeah, that's cool it's yeah I mean it looks really nice now that it's done it's definitely cleaned up but yeah that that for a while there that walk was more than a little sketchy. To oh get. yeah,
1: there was you. You ran into a minimum of one bomb.
2: Oh, at least.
1: Yeah, that's what I. That, <laughs> and I, I mean, that's yeah.
2: Talking, if not to themselves, than to you or to whoever the imaginary person was. Some next to some them. angrily as well. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I mean, you you basically because you know it was worth getting to the end because you got Pizza Rock and right. Downtown Graham yeah, yeah. cheap gambling. So I mean, there's definitely. A, a desire or you know drivers to get you down there, but you were you had to take a calculated risk and go, okay, all right, let's, ready, ready, go. <laughs> now you can stroll.
0: Renderings of the plan for the space formerly known as Hawaiian Marketplace were released this week. And if you had radical changes on your bingo card, well, you win. <laughs> While the details weren't shared, the renderings show a renamed BLVD, which is abbreviated for Boulevard, uh boulevard complex that looks like it will fit in nicely with the showcase mall aesthetics
1: it does it just looks like um i mean they're trying to hip up that area as it is um but yeah it it, it looks like a a
2: i thought when you when i looked at the renderings it always
1: makes me think shitty pot town (laughs) (laughs)
2: great um that's a south park reference for for anybody that doesn't know Um, thank you Uh, It almost looks like to me that you're, instead of it being like storefronts, like you almost enter into the middle and then it's like u shaped on each side so that the storefronts are actually going to be inside and not facing the street, Mm -hmm. which is a little different, kind Mm -hmm. of interesting. Reminds me a little bit of like how Container Park is. You go inside the Container Park and everything's, I mean, obviously this is going to be not made out of shipping containers, but... That's what it looked like to me with the, when I saw the rendering.
1: Yep. Agreed.
2: iHeart Music Festival 2023 announced that their concert will be held at T-Mobile Arena Friday and Saturday, September 22nd and 23rd. No word on who will be performing at said event. <laughs> tickets will not be on sale until June 16th.
1: This has got to be the worst advertising I've ever seen.
2: But I thought, I thought you could pre-purchase. Like if you, if, had if you have one. like an
1: Amex card that yeah. allows you to do that, yes, you, you are correct. You had did, tickets. You're able to get them now.
2: But not know who's performing.
1: But have no idea his performance, yeah. right? Oh, jeez! Oh, wow!
2: That's
1: <laughs> like that's that's. Uh, I, I, you guys are real confident in yourself. I, I, I'm not as confident as you are.
2: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have a. They've got a pretty strong history and track record of being able to pull whoever the big current artists are in, and you know, even getting because they only like each artist only plays like two or three songs. Like it's not like each artist is. It's not like the a bigger musical festival. I mean, right. and they do a lot of collabs and stuff like that. So I mean, they've got a pretty good history of it, but there's no way in hell I would pay these prices for a concert. And I don't know who's performing. Yeah. That would not happen.
1: Jonathan Josol CEO of Plaza announced plans for the new carousel bar in the space, formerly home to the Plaza's Porco We'll have a soft opening next weekend with an official date op- of opening on June 10th. It's well, so funny. Go. I've just been bummed about like the things we keep hearing back. Like, man, this is going to be so fucking cool. Yeah. And,
2: it's not going to rotate. They yeah. got you. Got to drinks aren't going to be comped for gamblers.
1: You yeah, uh, that that's one that. Oh, right. that's such a deal breaker, man. I mean, and unless as long as they're not going to be shitty about, hey, I got my giant beer over here because you guys don't have any fucking beer, you know, or anything reasonable.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know how they can stop people from walking in.
1: Well not walking in, walking up to it. Like I would totally just take a seat be like I'm gonna gamble here, which is what you want. But I'm gonna drink their beer. Right.
2: That's what I mean. I don't I don't I don't know that they could I don't know any other bar that you walk up to and can't you can't stop it, them. No, no. So I don't think that'll be a problem. No. But yeah, there's a lot about it that you are just kind of like. Oh, well, that's a bummer. You know. Was, <laughs> right. I, I'm kind of hoping for. <laughs> I a feel
1: bar. bad because I'm sure Jonathan's like the effort that it took to come up with this idea and then start to put it into motion and like, all right, it's on its way. Here it is, and for some reason, it, like he shares something exciting that everybody's just kind of like, eh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, uh oh. <laughs> I thought I thought we had well, everybody behind me,
0: and and let's I'll, I I will give it time. I will wait to see if he uh, reconsiders the no comped cocktail mm-hmm. policy. You know, in time, um, because you know, to some degree, to some degree, I think that you know, I don't. I think that where w- <clears throat> I could foresee a scenario whereby he doesn't comp this during like the most beautiful months of. Of the year, right? So anything from, let's just say, April, May, maybe into June, and then, like, September, October, November. But you're going to have a, I mean, outside of Mark, most people don't want (laughs) to sit outside in 115 degree weather to, number one, gamble, but number two, pay for their alcohol. I can go do that at my local Indian casino Mm, if if that's what I'm looking for. I mean, maybe not outside, at least it's air conditioned, but... Um, I just, I, I think it's going to have to be a little bit of trial and error on Jonathan's part.
2: And which they have a, a good history of doing. I mean, they, he, they seem to be, you know, very willing to kind of listen, see what works, change it up if it doesn't. So, you know, they, and I'm sure there's been a lot of thought put behind this. Um, and just because we don't like the idea doesn't mean it's not going to work. So. Fair,
0: fair. Listen, you know what I'm thinking about right now or what I'm kind of likening this to, there is a particular bar that I'm familiar with in, um, Planet Hollywood it is it's not the um it's not the access bar that's kind of right up front there's there's a further one back who's the name of the bar is escaping and it's not relevant anyway but Mm -hmm. if you're sitting there and you're playing video poker they'll comp your drinks but if you're sitting three feet behind you at at one of the tables one of the table and chairs and you want to drink then they're gonna go then they're gonna charge and I totally get that and I you know it sounds like there's going to be Non gaming seating, yes, somewhere in the very close vicinity to this. Yeah, I can it's, see it, it's a it, lounge in time. I mean, it's yeah, it, it becoming a bit more like
2: that. Yes, no, I, I I could see that too. And I think the bar you're thinking of is uh, the heart bar, and yes, very good. It's insane because we we met up with um, uh, Josh and or J Dubs and his wife there, and they were gambling, there wasn't weren't seats for us, and so I ordered a Tito's and tonic and it was $20 mm-hmm. just for yeah. a Tito's and tonic. Yeah. And it was like, are you fucking yeah. kidding me? Seriously? Um, yeah. so I mean, I don't, I would never go there and just sit to, to <laughs> have a drink, <laughs> right. but, um, yes.
0: And now Karen, imagine you, that $20 Tito's and diet was, uh, in 115 degree weather. Okay. I'll, I'll move on. <laughs> I'll move on. <laughs> a cosmopolitan announced that, coming this fall of 2023 LPN restaurant and bar will join its collection of dining options at the property. LPN cuisine is described as French Mediterranean. Uh, what space it will inhabit uh, has not yet been revealed.
2: I think it's, it's going in the old milos space.
1: So what are, what are you thinking about this? I'm not, and they made it sound like uh, in the article I read, like, like I should know who LPM is.
2: I think it's a dumb name. <laughs> um, you know, I don't get, but now that, so now they have LPM and they also have OPM, uh, the show. So, yeah. Oh, there's, yeah. Uh-uh. yeah sure. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of French food. Hmm. So, you know, I, I'm kind of like, yeah, and there's so many other good dining options there. Obviously, I'll give it a try because I think Cosmo does a, a really good job with their restaurants. But, you know, I looked up, I, I feel like I looked up the menu and it was just kind of like, oh, okay. I mean, it wasn't anything like overly exciting to me, but. We'll see. I'm glad something's going in the space, and sure. it's not sitting there empty anymore. Uh, the Dorsey at Venetian is being replaced by Juliet Cocktail Room at the beginning of July 2023. I remember Tony. The last time you and your misses, I think we're, we're going to ask each other that that exact
0: question. Yeah, go ahead. Go we ahead and ask we
2: it. hit several bars in yes. the Venetian and Palazzo, and in general, yes. they all sucked. Like the service was, yeah, bad, the we cocktails weren't good. And I, I feel like we, we did the Dorsey and were unimpressed. So uh, if that's yeah. the case, I'm, I'm not disappointed about this at all. Oh, no,
0: I, I'm not either. That is, that's the one that had that big bird cage looking seating oh. seat kind of right near the front. Yeah. And that is where the four of us met up the very first night that, that the wife and I got into right, town. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I listen, I'm, I am thrilled that they're replacing it with another, Cocktail bar, mm-hmm. so I'm just hoping that maybe with the new owners they come in, they're excited. You know, they want to step up their service game. They want to step up their their cocktail game. Right. Um, I'm I'm excited about this. This is this is cool. I, I I look forward to giving this opportunity a try.
2: Put it on the list. Oh yeah!
0: All right, that's going to do it for uh, prop bets. Let's check the river. Ah! Like the five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. This week, we've got a 360 FHE. Now, this is our opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share that experience with you. This week, you went out and you explored Bill Burr at the Dolby Live Theater at Park MGM. Tell us about your firsthand experience.
2: And so this was our first time at the Dolby Theater. Yeah, yep. we, we hadn't been to a show there, which is kind of why we wanted to talk about it. Um, this was also our first concert experience where they require you to lock up your phones <laughs> uh, to go into the show. And not only your phones, um, I had to lock up my Apple Watch because apparently I can use it as a recording device, which was insane. Um, the trouble started <clears throat> when we first got in. So they hand you... I don't know if people have seen these. I hadn't seen them before, but they they look like these, they're these little pouches that look like, it looked like everybody was carrying around a pair of flip-flops because <laughs> the top of the pouch is where the lock is. And so when, when it closes up, it looks like the bottom part of a flip-flop. You know how it's got the little um, round, I don't know how to describe this. I'm probably doing a horrible job at it. Anyway, it looks like everybody was, you know, carrying around their own little pair of flip-flops. And it, you know, so we, we had the tickets on our phone, right? So we go in, mm-hmm. we scan the ticket, she directs us where we're going to go, and then they lock up the phone. And then we're like, wait a minute, where the hell are we going? Because we didn't have our... we did not
1: fucking memorized. Yeah, we didn't have, the, or, yeah, we didn't yeah, have the, seats.
2: the seats and everything memorized. It's all
1: digital. It's all on my phone.
2: So we kind of stopped and asked somebody, one of the ushers, we're like, well, wait a second, how do we know where we're going now? And they're like, oh, they, they gave you a ticket with your seat information on it. And we're like, no, they didn't. <laughs> and they're like... No, they're required to. And I'm like, okay, she didn't give us one. And it, it, apparently they, when they scan the ticket, it's supposed to uh, print out a receipt that shows your, your seating. Mm. So the, you know, the section, the row and everything else. Well, apparently our woman who, who talked to Mark quite a bit um, after she scanned the tickets. I mean, it, there was a, a several minute conversation that she was having with him. Never gave us the, the ticket. And they're like, well, they're required to. it. I'm like, okay, I believe you they're required to. I know, right? She didn't do it. So what do we do? The so we situation
1: had, we are in yeah. is that I do not have it.
2: So we had to go <laughs> to, they had like a little security stand and they unlocked one of our bags and, you know, pulled up the ticket and then hand wrote it on a, a little piece of paper, which was then funny because once we, and then, you know, lock the phone back up. Um, once we got up to our section and we showed the usher, the ticket, and they're like, "Wow, a handwritten one!" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's a long story. Just just, <laughs> to into it. just
0: roll with it, ladies. Right? Just roll with it." Right.
2: And then, so the the theater itself was much bigger than I expected. I, I feel mm-hmm. like it's yeah. it's bigger than um, the Colosseum at Caesar's. It, it's been
1: a long time, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised.
2: Um, and but it was number one it was freezing cold in there. They had the AC cranked like way up. Uh, we were on the top. Actually, we were only what six or seven rows from the very top back of the theater of the upper level, mm. um, which is fine. I mean, you could see it, it's a comedian. He's on stage or staring at the big screens anyway. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't so far back. Like you were in a, you know, an arena. Like if you were at T-Mobile on the, the backside, it would be very hard to see stuff. But this, this, that was fine with it. I was so ridiculously fucking bored, not having my phone to sit there and kill time. Until the show started.
1: Well, and talk about like guys that come out late. Like now, now I'm. I feel you're more obliged to get on that stage the fucking moment you, you better start be. to. Yeah. Because you took my fucking phone. Away. you took? How I can actually entertain myself? while I wait for your dumbass. Well, so
2: we we spent most of the time commenting on the people around us as they were walking by and sure. trying to figure out who was drunk and who wasn't and all <laughs> that you know all that fun stuff. And it did get to a point where I started looking around to see who seated around us had an old school analog watch because they got to keep their watches. I <laughs> didn't get to keep mine. And so like, I had no idea. Mark doesn't wear a watch. We had no idea what time it was, what was going on. And I, I finally, there were some guys sitting right behind us and I've I said something to Mark. I'm like, I got to find somebody with a watch on and just find out what time it is. He's like, don't do it. Don't ask. You're going to stress me out. Don't do it. I'm like, I'm just asking what time it is. Like, it's not <laughs> the but I did. I asked the, there were guys behind us and I was like, what time is it? And then, Cause we, then you also have to try to figure out, okay, when can I get up and go to the restroom? Cause you want to go right before the show starts. So you don't have to get up in the middle of the show. It had to take a gamble on that one too. So it just, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just, oh my God. yeah. It, I mean, it was, it's a nice facility. Um, I, I, I think I'm going to check the fine print if we're looking to go to concerts anymore about whether or not they're going to require you to lock up your devices. Cause I am not a fan. Now I could see this at a concert actually being a good thing because one of the things that I can't stand is when you have people, especially when we used to get general admission seats, and me being short, you'd have, you know, people standing there literally holding their phones up over their yeah. head the entire time, and you're like you're yeah. not you're not paying attention to what's happening live in front of you. You're viewing it through this little screen. You're blocking the view of people behind you. It's really fucking rude. Knock it off. Um, so you don't have that when they lock up the phones, which I think is a, a plus. But... I don't know. I've been rambling a ton about the whole situation, Mark, So I don't know what you thought.
1: I thought that I, yeah, I'd be more bothered with it than I am, but I'm uh, I'm not. Uh, I, I'm like I I get what you're trying to do. I don't I don't like that you're making me wait without anything else to do. Um, but it, it's it could have been worse. It's I mean you get to keep it with you all, at all times. Yeah. Um,
2: and then but then we were also worried about. Okay, how long is it going to take to get out of here? Because literally everybody has to stop and get their phones unlocked.
1: Right, yeah. Which
2: is a whole process. It I mean, didn't
1: go as long as I thought it was. I thought I, I thought they kind of moved it along.
2: Well, and I think we we jumped up and got out of there pretty quickly. We did, yeah. Um, so there hadn't been this line of people that built up yet. but And they did have a ton of people with the unlocking devices there. Um, you know, we were kind of joking during the the show like if the lines got too long we'd just say fuck it or take it home and just cut it open Um, (laughs) and not give them their little expensive little bag back but uh, yeah it was it was annoying to me the show was good Bill uh, he said Bill Burr was funny yeah he's a great comedian um I liked they had two opening acts. I liked the first guy better than the the second one. Yeah, I agree. Um, but now his his <laughs> unfortunately show was,
1: we can't remember them. So no, I don't remember Bill names. Burr's the only one that gets the, the promotion or the uh, promotion.
2: Yeah, but he was he was very funny and he, he kind of ran the gambit of, of jokes and stuff. So it was it was good. It was he was a, a good live performer.
1: Yeah, agreed. So. I would highly huh. recommend.
2: Yes.
0: So, um, it's clearly we're, we're focused on the wrong part of your FHE, but nonetheless, I, I am intri- intrigued to learn. Was it a bit of a shit show trying to get your phone unlocked? No,
2: no. Once, once you got up to a person it, they had like I said, these little devices and it's like, a, um, it, it's almost like they are taken the security tag off a liquor bottle, right? You know, they, it, it or the, the security tag at a, um, you're buying clothes, you know how they have the tags sure, on it. Sure. Yeah. And they, they've set the one side on the, on a like magnetic thing and it pops open. It's the same thing. And so, you know, they just put it on there. It popped open. You grabbed your stuff and walked out.
0: Sure. Sure. But I mean, the, the, uh, the, the, getting to the people part though, the, the person that's got the little lock, did you guys have to wait around forever? No, to f-
2: no, we didn't. Cause we, again, we were up, up top. So we had to go down two flights or two escalators. Um, and then it basically dumped us right out, the main entrance there and there were at every ever yeah every single doorway huh. there were there were folks that had the little anti-locking devices so they've obviously you know worked at it now if we had been lollygagging maybe and not gotten up out of our seats and out as quickly as we did it might have mm. taken a little bit longer yeah but um okay. no it didn't it didn't take us long at all
0: huh that's i i have yet to encounter this uh so it's yeah
2: it was our first I, time too i wasn't
1: see i'm interested to hear what it's going to sound like now like I, I want to see a performing artist
2: yeah i would love to see a show there yeah. you know an actual concert versus a comedian because it, it again beautiful facility yeah. um drinks were ungodly expensive but, yeah you know and what do you expect <laughs>
0: <laughs> is it dumb is it easy to
2: get in and out of from
0: from MGM Grand? I thought it was. Uh, I, no, and it's in, parks, or sorry, right? in Park. Sorry, park, yeah. park MGM. Sorry. No, I, park I thought MGM. it was. I
2: mean, we didn't... Um, they opened the doors like at 7 p.m. and the show started at 8. So there were people... I mean, I think we went in at like quarter after 7. Mm. So it was... There wasn't a line. I mean, they had plenty of space to queue people, but there there wasn't a line of people standing to, to get in or anything like that. So... Um, no, it, it was very easy to get in and then it dumps you right back out into the casino. So I, it was, it was fine. And it, I like that it's not, cause I, I've been to other shows like at, um, at like Mandalay Bay, right. You get most of the time you've got to hike all the way to the back to mm. get to wherever the venue is of yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. you're going to see. And this is, it's so nice and convenient cause it's literally right there.
1: Right. And yeah. they
2: have an entrance on the outside as well. So if mm-hmm. you're coming from yep. New York, New York, um, You don't have to actually go into park MGM to get into the Dolby theater, which is kind of nice. That
0: is nice. That is very nice. All right. Well, very cool. Any other uh, closing thoughts on, on your, uh, on your experience? On on this, of the fact but, uh, we need to buy Karina Casio. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I need to to be like dudes and get one of those decorative watches. Right. You know, that that watch you know, men tend to wear watches like jewelry. Right. Yeah, because I just I, I was uh, it drove me crazy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're going to that sick new world concert festival tomorrow, so I'm fucking super psyched. And
2: I'm a little worried how we're going to do it at an all day festival, but we'll we'll
1: it's see. It's not going to be an all day. It's cool. going to be like seven hours.
2: Yeah. That the first...
1: <laughs> That's not all day. <laughs> no.
2: Well, and the, the first band, cause they open the gates at noon. And I think the first band that we want to see doesn't come on till like one thirty,
1: something like that.
2: And then I think the last band we want to see should be done around 10.
1: It should be. Yeah. Cause they go on at eight oh, 40.
2: Yeah. So, and we, we did, we,
1: and let's... the, and the, the primary headliner is after corn. Right. so, which we don't really care to see which means (laughs) we'll actually get to get out of there
2: before before
1: everybody else starts leaving
2: so um and we did we splurged to get the vip wristbands which i think gets us into a um like a
1: hospitality suite yeah
2: like it's like a tent suite kind of thing where you can go and get out of the sun for a little bit get
1: water some snacks
2: so you know that'll hopefully have a place to sit down not just the dirt. Right. <laughs> God, I sound. We're so old. So old. It's <laughs> yeah. <We're so> <laughs> gonna be interesting, but yeah. So, we're, so we'll see. Guessing. It should be good. I have nice. an update on All that. Right. It'll be our first time at the festival grounds too.
1: Yeah.
0: So. Where, where is the? Or where are the festival grounds?
2: The the one right there in the corner of uh, Sahara and Las Vegas Boulevard. Uh, oh. By okay. Circus. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. Got it. Good. All right, well, listen, I think that's going to do it then for episode number 440. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360VegasPodcast.com. Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to the show at Patreon.com slash 360Vegas and get 360Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, Uh, Please do so at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com.
1: Tony, where can folks find you?
0: I'm at 360Vegas Tony.
1: Karen. I'm
2: at 360Vegas
1: Karen. I just told you where you can find me, so until next time...